Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thank you very much to everybody who came out to the International Comedy Club this past weekend. Great crack. Sold out shows. Great fun. Thanks to the American family who came on the Saturday night and enjoyed it so much that they came back on the Sunday night as well. The American family living in Beijing who've come to Ireland to trace their roots. I hope you find them. Thanks so much to everyone, all the weird and wonderful people that came down to the shows this weekend. And thank you to everyone down in Waterford. I really genuinely loved, as I said on Instagram... I wasn't in the mood on the day. It was a bit of a rough week. I wasn't on the mood to be doing to be traveling and doing a show that day. But I'm so thankful I did. And uh, it was a brilliant preview of my one-hour show, Son of a Preacher Man. Um, did it there in Central Arts. Thanks to the guys who run the venue. Uh, you guys are legends. And thanks to all the... All the people who sent me lovely messages afterwards and all the people who hung around after the show to have a chat as well. Genuinely, for the bottom of my heart, I wrote that show for people like you. And if you're getting something from it, I'm fucking delighted. From the bottom of my heart, it means a lot that um, that you guys are are, are happy and it's, uh, it's touching special places. That sounds weird. But anyway, I can't wait to get back and do the full show when I do my Irish tour and next week it's time for the Ivy Gardens the Vodafone Comedy Festival is back if you're in Dublin you'll have seen the posters all around town and um, I'm doing a couple of shows at that but basically if you go on to www.vodafonecomedy.com scroll through the list of comedians and you'll find my face click on that and you'll find out what shows I am going to be doing and then as soon as that finishes I'm hopping on a plane over to Scotland now, if you have any friends in Scotland, here is talking to you, Anna McCready, Jade Linden. If anyone has friends in Scotland who is in Edinburgh between July the 31st and August the 3rd, genuinely, I would be delighted if you came to see Son of a Preacher Man or tell your friends about it. Um, it's going to be on in the Gilded Balloon, Tivio, uh, the Sportsman's Room, I think it's called, um, from 1845, 1845 hours, whatever. Quarter to seven, basically, from July the 31st to August the 3rd. Go to my Instagram bio, and the link is there to buy tickets. And please do spread the word. I'll be doing loads of Instagram stories and loads of marketing about it to get people into the show. Because obviously, there's huge competition, but I just really want people to see this show. Uh, And it's my first time in Edinburgh as well doing a show. So, like, don't leave me there talking to myself with a fucking microphone on my own, okay? Um, so yeah, follow me on Instagram at Hello Stevo and website coming soon as well, believe it or not. So you can buy tickets on that. But for the moment, just go to Instagram and you'll get the link in bio for that. 
And thanks to everybody. We've got a real core following going now. Thanks to everybody who's listening to the show. Uh, do tell your mates about it. Subscribe if you haven't already. And if you haven't already, give it a five-star rating. Fuck all the other stars. Just give it five stars, especially if you hate it. And yeah, it just helps keep the podcast going, to be honest with you. On the podcast today, there's not much to say about it. Jenna's back, and I'd love making podcasts with Jenna. And I'm glad you guys are enjoying it so much. She's going to be on the show a lot more. Uh, we have chats about bowling, Maradona, Jenna's gay friends, and the possibility of doing a cooking show, believe it or not. And very interestingly, Jenna went and did that Ancestry.com thing to find out where she's actually from. So if you want to get in touch, thanks for all the people who have already gotten in touch. But if you want to get in touch with the show, do so on Instagram at Hello, Steve-O. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Stephen Mullen. And I, Jenna Logan. It is a new week. A new day. A new... Probably raining. We don't know when we're going to put this out, but it's going to probably rain when it It will probably summer. rain. It's another beautiful summer in Dublin. Holy <laughs> shit. What is going on? Uh, it's like the summers of old. So I remember last summer, I'd been here, what, 10 years. Last summer was the first serious summer that I thought... That was proper. That will do. That will do. That'll do you for another 15 years. Jenna. That's kind of it. Because Fucking this summer hell. is like the summers that I know in Dublin, which is rain, gray, uh, can't put away my winter coat quite yeah, yet. Yeah, it was cold at times, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This Jeez. is June. June in Dublin. What about in, in California? Did you get the same kind of weather when you were growing up, like, as down when I was, for the south in L.A.? When I was, yeah, because I grew up in L.A. Let's just paint a whole new no, picture California, for Jenna. No, <laughs> you in California. You were in California, yeah? No, it wasn't. I was in Oregon. Oh, sorry you said that shit. God. Sorry. You said, sorry, Can Oregon is north. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon is north of California is what you said. Sorry. I did say that. Oregon Sorry. is north. Yes. Sorry. So, uh, bit Jesus different. Christ, if an American did that over here, you get hammered for it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Like, get fucking dope. You don't know the difference between England and Ireland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a dope. I'm taking that now. You're from you? you're from Belfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's all the same. Sorry. sorry. This is all part of England, isn't but I it? Meant, I meant climate wise. Is it similar to California? No, it is not. Okay. Um, it is, in fact, similar to Dublin. <laughs> Except that we have, or did have back in the day, actual summers. Like the summers right. were good, but it's generally a gray place. It's generally kind of a rainy place, very really? green. Yeah. And when I left, I said to myself, I am never going to live in that climate again. Womp womp. <laughs> Here I am in Dublin. Would you have dreamt to live in a, in a hot place? Well, yeah, actually now I think I would, I, th- I see why people move to Florida or whatever as they yeah. get older. You want the heat. They go to uh, die there, apparently. That's what Jerry Seinfeld always says. Oh, really? Yeah, like, go- what is it about New Yorkers? They go to Florida to die. Yeah. It's just they were, that's his way of saying retirement. Exactly. Ah, Jerry. Uh, oh, Jerry. R.I.P. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Beep, not dead. He died in Florida. <laughs> he died. He died. Wait, did he die in Florida? No, he didn't. He's alive. He's still with us, driving around in cars with comedians. Drinking coffee. Exactly. Why didn't we think of that, Jenna? Oh, we should have drank coffee. I know. Uh, why didn't we think of that? So many things we haven't thought of. Um, so the weather is very similar to Dublin, except decent summers, unlike here. I love that we've kicked it off by is talking sn- about the weather. Is it so Irish? <laughs> yeah. It's so is is a uh, is it snowy in winter? No, it isn't no. particularly snowy. So it's mildish. Yeah, well. it is. It's mildish. Uh, you'd go up into the mountains. You could go skiing. You That's could do right, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. talked about that before. God, 
episode three, repeating themselves. <laughs> um, the repeating. That's the name of our... Portland third. is in Oregon as well. And that's, that's supposed to be yes. very rainy, isn't it? Yeah, that's where I'm from is Portland. You said Beaverton. Well, Beaverton's a suburb of Portland. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so it's like Sorry. here if you were from, I don't know what. Blanche. Yeah. Ashburn, Ashburn. Ashburn, Ashburn. Yeah, yeah you would still kind of say I'm from Dublin. Okay, yeah. I mean, bit? ask people. People from Ashburn tend to do that, and then they love when you go, but isn't Ashburn in County Mead? And they're like, fuck off. Whatever. Yeah, I'm from the big city, I yeah. am. There it is. <laughs> there it There's, is. That's what everyone's been waiting for. So, yeah. dream holidays. Where do you like to go then? Like, if you had, if you had all the money to go on a holiday this summer to oh, break God. up this shit, where would you like to go? Yeah, this is what me and the partner do all the time. This really? is what our conversation consists of between Netflix episodes of things. Uh, where would we go? Well, we love France. We love the south of France. Beautiful. Uh, it's gorgeous, but just hot. I love hot. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I know some people are like, oh, I can't stand the heat, blah, blah, blah. But I love it. I love heat. Yeah, do you as well? It, cha- yeah. it, ch- it seems to change. It's certainly, uh, for the mind, it's it's a godsend. Oh, jeez. I, I had a dream for years, to, and I only made, managed to carry it up for two years, but that in my life, if I could, I would save up for most, for 11 months of the year, so that I could go on a nice holiday for a month of the year but in the middle of the winter here. Yes. So yeah, Stevens yeah. is, I'd be at home. So I was living in London at the time. I'd be at, I'd come home from London, uh, spend it with the family. Yeah. And on Stevens' day or the day after, I'd go Southern Hemisphere. Oh, nice. For a month. Yeah. So one year I went to Thailand, another year I went to Argentina. Uh, and then the next year we had a baby. But <laughs> <laughs> and now and that is my traveling <laughs> is over. That is the end of that. <laughs> but genuinely, from a mental health point of view, it yeah. was like, oh. Yeah, no, it's like you just feel everything relaxing. There's this unfurling of yeah. things. And uh, heat is incredible. Um, I but your mom is mm. Argentinian. Argent- Argentina. Argentina. Hello. And she says, I don't like the heat. I couldn't stand it when I lived there for 30 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, but then she's like, I, I can't stand this weather in Ireland either. It's like, really, mother, make up your mind. Yeah, really, mom. So you're unhappy. It does get, yeah. it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but it, it does get, yeah, it gets sticky in, in Buenos Aires. Yeah. She's, so she's from the city. So. Um, oh, that's where I've always wanted to go is Buenos Aires. Oh, I've, never, not- I've never been to South America. America. Really? Yeah, but Whoa. Buenos Aires is like I want to go there. It's cool. It's yeah. a pretty cool spot. It's um I actually went to see the Diego Maradona film there uh, last week. Oh. No. Yeah, the this is I know this about sport. I know yes. about him and also the guy that made this documentary is the same guy that made what Amy yes. and Senna. Senna. That was brilliant. Good. So you yeah. like those films? Did you? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. You get a good storyteller I don't care whose story it is. It's yeah. a story. Like, yeah. that's what we love, isn't it? We just want to hear people's stories and make them interesting. Well, and- this film is fucking intense. Is it? It's uh, So I'm a, I'm a massive fan. So he's originally from Buenos Aires, like one yep. of the super poor slums. And he made it. By the time he was 15, he was like signed professionally for a football club over there, which was the 70s at the time. Mm. 
And then uh, I think even at 12, he was hired by Boca Juniors, which is a big club in Buenos Aires, the team that I follow that he went eventually on to play for. Mm. But he was hired at 12 years of age to go into the middle of the football pitch at half time and just do tricks. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So that's how he made some money. And then he was hired. Uh, his first professional club was a club called Argentinos Juniors. He played for them for a couple of years and then Boca Juniors signed them. They're the big club in Argentina. I think he only played for, for them for a year at that stage. And then he got brought over to Europe, which is every Every football in the world to go and play in Europe is the big deal because that's where all the money is. Yeah. So he went to play for Barcelona. Um, but this, this this specific story centers on his time playing for Napoli, um, which is uh, in the south of Italy. Right. And at the time, uh, quite a, a shitty club uh, by their own admission. I was quite sh- and he for him to sign for them was a bit of a weird one because mm-hmm. like they've no prospects of winning anything. It's uh, he's going signing for a lower club. Why did he sign with them? He obviously money was involved and the, the president uh, really wanted him there. And that's a good question, actually, that they, they don't explore that in the mm. movie. This movie really centers on the time that he signed there because everything high and low that happened in his life happened in his seven years when he played for Napoli. OK. Um, and it's a fucking roller coaster, man. Yeah. It's so I, I actually don't know what he signed for them, but what, that's why he's thought of in, in, you know, he's arguably the greatest footballer of all time because... They went on to win the league twice for the first time ever. Mm. They'd never done that before. They yeah. won a European Cup. Uh, the UEFA Cup was called at the time. You know, he brought them to that point. And he seemed to enjoy the being the... the uh, he's, he's always lived a life of fighting against him. He comes from the slums, so he kind of wants to go where there's a bit of fight. You know, yeah, he's not going to yeah. play for a club like Manchester United. They're, they're the top, you know, they have the money, they have the great history and all that. To... For him to, and he, he won the World Cup with Argentina in 1986. Like, that was not a great Argentina team. Uh, and they had won the World Cup uh, in 78. But um, for Argentina to win that World Cup, again, it was all down to him. Now, I know you're not interested in sports. but if No, you, no, no, but the World Cup, I am. I watched the last one and I got really into oh, it. Oh, it was good so fun, no, no, it? it is good fun, yeah. So this Argentina team were not great, but he is amazing. at. He can run through a whole team, mm. but also... If you uh, watch YouTube videos of him, the amount of times that he runs through half the team and then sets up his teammate to score is crazy. Wow. You don't get that with the higher players yeah, these, these days. Yeah. That on top of the fact that players are literally trying to break his bones. In Barcelona, they did that. They're like jumping in like that. Jesus. like him. So again, to, in today's society, in today's football, you don't get that at all. Right. But they were literally trying to break him. It's like, it's quite, you're watching someone's like, an, oh, Jesus, that's yeah, got to hurt. Yeah, yeah. They're flying in like with their legs oh. up and all that. But in the center of this whole story in, in, in Naples involves, uh, unfortunately, uh, drug addiction issues, yeah. cocaine with him, um, involving in involvement with the mafia, which mm. basically run Naples. And still, I was there recently enough, there's still quite a lot, oh, yeah. lot of it is going that's a, on. That's a crazy town. Crazy Like town. the energy in Intense. the air. Exactly. It's you can feel it. Like yeah. there is stuff going on there. And that was why... Um, that was what the the director who made this film said it made it really difficult for him it was like you literally it's intense as a city and it's hard to explain to people if you haven't been there mm. but he could not go out it's already intense if he tried he went out to it's in the film he opens a bowling alley and you can't move bowling yeah that's true actually it all comes back to bowling people <laughs> and he he um 
he can't move. Uh, he gets, you know, he gets mobbed in the street no matter where he goes. Mm. And the end of the film, like I genuinely, I went to my mom was, I went to see this in the Lighthouse Cinema. My mom lives around the corner. Went straight to her. I was like holding back the tears. I was like, you know, they treated him so badly. And my mom was laughing. But the, he was, 85,000 people turned up the day that he signed. They won these trophies. They'd been a nothing club before. Yeah. And they turned on him by the end because he knocked Italy out of the World Cup in Naples in 1990 and he said all uh, Neapolitan I can never say that word Napolitanos uh, the Neapolitans Neapolitans yeah like you. the ice cream yeah three flavors uh, they all turned him because he said before the game everybody in Napoli should be supporting Argentina against Italy because Italy never did anything for you the rest of the country always treats you like shit mm. you should be che- cheering for Argentina some people agreed some people didn't agree then he knocked them out with a penalty and they all hated him yeah and that was the end of it wow. and then he got caught with drugs busts prostitutes um, a woman had his child and he was denying it he, he only admitted it to, to it three years ago wow the, the fucking chap is 30 Jesus Diego Jr the poor guy wow. so it's a crazy story but I just see. I find sport stories like this. Uh, I, I I'm not really into sports. I don't I don't watch the stuff. But you get a good movie about this sort of thing. You know, yeah. be it uh, what was it the World Series uh, back in the nineteen nineteen eighteen? When was the big World Series game where they had the big scandal? You know the. Um, you know what Anyone I'm talking sports, about. sports, sorry. Uh, baseball. Oh, uh, you geez, know, I don't made, know, probably. Oh, no. well. I'm anyway, really bad okay. at that. People are listening to this just laughing into their <laughs> sleeve like, she doesn't even know what she's talking about. But anyway, I just, you know, Moneyball. I think Moneyball is an oh, amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. Yes, yeah. Anything involving that kind of intensity because it's really... It's war, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's like a civilized game of war with rules, but there's all this intrigue and all these personalities and these strategies, and it's just... It's so gripping when it it's is. done well. And you see human... Because when you step, take a step back, like, for for example, Amy and Senna, mm. Amy, you're singing songs. Why is this... You know, when you when you take a step back and go, like, you're a singer. Why, why is all this horrific life going on behind the scenes? Yeah. And, uh, and same with Senna. He, like, his... That was all about his, his um, competition with this other guy, wasn't it? That yeah. was, like, so intense. Yeah. But I think, it's, you know, the filmmakers, especially where these documentaries are, because you're talking about these lives uh, and you have to be able to pick out the narrative mm. to make it compelling yeah. to yeah. the audience. Yeah. I mean... I do think we all have our own story arcs, you know, some are less compelling than others, <laughs> but I think anyone who has a real sense for story and narrative knows how to pick out the details, connect the dots and just, you know, make it a, a one, two punch of emotion. Yeah. Um, and this guy, I feel bad. I can't remember his name, but Mar- Maradona. Well, the, not Maradona, oh, but the filmmaker. Oh, like yeah. he knows I, how to see these yes. things. And yeah, pick I can't them remember out. his name by that. The only yeah. reason I can't remember is because I've, ne- I've been too afraid to say it because I won't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> oh, is it? It's is a, it a foreign name? It's Asif. I can't. Yeah. Oh right. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. He's he's like he's English. He's he's a Londoner, but he's of um, other descent. So I'm mm. not going to say his name correctly. <laughs> but he's all the interviews. He's a, such a nice guy. I really yeah. Uh, he really gets the the complexity of yep. people as individuals and that how it's not so black and white yeah. and he's not trying to say that something was right or something was wrong he's just really getting stuck into the complexity of yeah. that and leaving that tell the story you know he spoke after a screening of amy i think it premiered at the ifi whenever okay. it came out and he was there for a q a that i wow. saw and uh yeah 
he struck me as very approachable as well and just really just a a, a, yeah nice guy yeah but someone who was very insightful and Mm. understood uh people understood personalities yeah um yeah i really liked him and i just i think his films are brilliant he would have been uh he would have been uh i don't know what the end of that sentence was (laughs) that's okay You know what? Well, it'll remain a mystery. Absolutely. The mystery of episode the, three. Amy was, um, th- that was a sad one. That was very sad. And even the relationship with her father. Oh, yeah. That didn't turn out well. No. Um, very sad. Yeah. The, but I mean, the drugs. Yeah. Oh, that's kids, true. That's true. Just stay off the drugs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you think about great singers, great musicians. Jesus, they're all doing the smack. Mm. I mean, I, I would be a big fan of jazz and, you know... I thought you were going to say heroin there. <laughs> I love heroin. I love me some smack. No, but I mean, all That's the, clip the great... The <laughs> I love heroin. <laughs> uh, all the great jazz musicians, they all died of smack. I mean, Billie Holiday and... I remember watching a documentary about that. Yeah, they yeah. got big on the jazz scene, heroin. It was huge. Crazy. And they all... Yeah, popped their clogs over the smack. Um, Wasn't, uh, did you watch the Kurt Cobain one that was on Netflix at some point that his daughter produced? Oh, Francis Bean. I think so, yeah, and there's animation in between. No, I never, I didn't see that. That was heavy as well. Like, was it? it, Yeah. But it was, again, it was all just like, well, this is, he wouldn't be saying half this shit if he wasn't on smack. Yeah. I know, that's the thing though about Kurt Cobain. You can't really think of anything light about him can no. you you they just there's just, no comedic element there kurt no, no i don't know how he would have been on a podcast um <laughs> hell i'm not sure how we are on a podcast for that matter but uh yes people are listening going speaking of comedic element and it's absence. <laughs> hello uh but yeah just oh the heaviness of it all god what a life what a burden uh to be yeah to be weighed down with not just that incredible talent but also to have it mucked up by i think do you think that's bullshit that like the that people go my talent is a burden or do you, uh, that's a psychological thing that they've just gotten wrong in their head and they're feeling sorry for themselves or because there's so many talented people in the world out there they're just fucking enjoying it yeah no there are but i think sometimes uh you know if you're a depressive personality that's true you know and you have a talent and funny people are jenna oh don't the tears (laughs) um but i think i think yeah it can because sometimes there's that sense of i know i i have this ability but now I have to do something with yeah. it. And that can be a burden. I get you. Yeah, I think it can be. But I think in the case of Kurt Cobain, I mean, shit, I didn't know the guy. I don't know really that much about him. But I just think, you know, fuck, you get drugs in the mix. Forget about it. Where is Seattle? Seattle, uh, in relation to where I am from, Portland. Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Is it, is it, uh, is it's it, a three and a half hour drive is it north a, of is Portland. Is no, it in the same state? No. It's Washington State. Dang, damn it. I know. We're going to have to get a United States map. Let's just States get a map, map out for it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Just even for the West Coast, certainly hasn't a bleeding yeah. clue. Uh, so Portland, Seattle's pretty much three hours north. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and it's like Seattle's lovely, but, you know, if Portland is gray and rainy, Seattle is 10 times as gray as yes. and rainy. Like it's, I think, I don't know if this is still true, but I think at one point it was the suicide capital of America. Oh dear God. Yeah, I mean, it was depressing, really. I mean, that rain does get to you, as you well know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it will get you down. Not enough sun holidays being taken out of uh, SeaTac, the Seattle airport. I uh, feel, to change the tone. Oh good, let's, <laughs> woo, get a little heavy. Dang. I, d- I, d- I feel bad, I haven't eaten. Have you made this cake? 
Oh yeah, I made some God cake. Damn it! Sorry. Yeah, get in there. Because I'm like I'm behaving myself. Yeah, no, no, it's there. It's cut. Yeah, oh, it's just, just cut already. Yeah, I was, was going to cut that in half. And like, no, no, that's no, no, there. no, that's it. Well, that, you don't have to eat that whole gonna... thing if you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the cake? cake? What's this cake? So I you made, made these cookies as well. I made those biscuits. Yeah, Holy little biscuits shit. for you there. Uh, I like the way I fun. said cookie and you said biscuits. I know. I'm just everybody. All everything's covered. I want everyone to know what we're talking about. I'm sorry, and I don't have a napkin to give you. I just want a crumb all over your table. Oh. Look, buddy, you can buy me dinner first before you crumb all over my table. You know what I'm saying? You people are like, we're all too clear about what you're saying, Jenna. God, you're disgusting. <laughs> anyway. mm. So, sorry. Okay, so what am, what, what am I eating? <laughs> you know what you're eating, pal? Crumbs. Mm. Um, so that is a little blueberry lemon uh, loaf I've made. I'm very glad. It's vegan. Oh, wow. Yeah, my partner can't have the vegan, uh, or I mean the eggs and all the whatnot. He's got the delicate system. Okay. Which begs the question, what's he doing with you? Hey. Uh, uh, So that's what that is. Blueberry lemons uh, loaf. And uh, what are those biscuits? So what goes into this? This is is tasty. Air and unicorn horn. (laughs) Um, What is in there? Yeah, I don't know. Blueberries. Because uh, you can't use butter or eggs. No, you cannot. Uh, so what do you use you for moisture? Use... <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, what do I use for moisture? Well, one does what one can. Um, no, what's in there? It's just flour and cornmeal. and then you, Yeah, use yeah. a little oil, use a little soy milk, uh, a little lemon extract, and uh, blueberry. There we go. Nice. That's all. Yeah. So there we go. And then we have some biscuits. We have some almond uh, biscuits with raspberry jam. They're beautiful yeah. looking. I'm going to have one. Yeah, do. One have one. one. Get in there. Get in yeah, there. I'm going <laughs> to let everyone listen to me uh, chewing. <laughs> uh, as you well know, Stephen, or actually maybe you don't. Um, I love cooking. She said beautiful. Oh, good. I'm so glad. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I do. I love cooking. Um, that's that's what I love to do. It's We're definitely w- doing a cooking episode. I love cooking as well, but I, not, I can't bake. No, it's fine. I'm. Uh, it's the one motivator for me. As we've talked about, we both love food. Mm-hmm. And to me, because I'm so often um, uh, broke and can't afford to go out, you have to make your own. You have to make do. Absolutely. So I like to cook. Unfortunately, um, my partner has a lot of things he can't eat. And uh, which means that I often make things for, say, six or seven people and then end up eating the entire thing by myself, (laughs) often in one sitting. I'm not ashamed to say. Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, but I do try to bake vegan uh, because, you know, it puts a smile on his face. What's it what's it like in Dublin to try and eat vegan? Must be difficult, is it? Well, I mean, I'm not vegan myself. Uh, in fact, I was vegetarian for a long time, for about yeah. 20 plus years. Wow. Yeah. How do you change after that? Uh, well, you just go whole hog, if you will. I'm here all week. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, you should have a special bell when we have a, a good That's punchline. We'll get that for next week. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Um, yeah, so what happened? Well, I don't want to talk about politics, but Trump was elected. And after that, I'm not Fuck kidding. Fucking, I'm eating meat. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I thought, what is the point of anything? And I just essentially went out and shot a moose and ate it. So this is over no. here. You just Yeah, this like, was over here. Fuck this. Yeah, I'd been here for, you know, whatever, however many years. 20 it. years and not eating meat. Yeah, so I stopped wh- eating meat when I was 19. 
and uh, and yeah, and then Trump got elected, and all went to hell. I just didn't care anymore. So what? Did, so do you remember the first meal you had? What did you do? Yes, I remember what happened. Was that so, an active thing? He's gotten elected. Fuck this! I'm going to have some meat. Well, I, it was. There was a real that morning when he, after the uh, returns were all in, and uh, I heard, okay, Trump's been elected. Something did click in my brain, like. All bets are off, people. All right, yeah, bets yeah. are goddamn off. Anyway, so that was November. And then at Christmas, uh, you know, there was the big Christmas dinner uh, at the family's house. And there was meat. And they always made me fit. I did eat fish. Pescatarian, I should say. Okay. Uh, let's, full disclosure. And um, yeah, you know, there was a ham and a turkey. And I just said, load me up. Wow. And yeah, there was delight around the table. Oh, really? People, people were like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. Give her the meat. Give her the meat. They were so pleased. Uh, so yeah, and then after that, I just thought, yeah, fuck it, I don't care. Wow. Yeah, I know. So what? So it was obviously moral reasons at the time when you stopped. There eating? were a, there were a lot of moral reasons. Yeah, I just you know I, I like the animals. I didn't want to eat them, but then I don't know. I still love the animals, but what? Now I will eat. Now them. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. now I'm gonna eat them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did think, I did think in the beginning, oh, this will be fine because I'll eat organic and I'll eat this and everything will be humane. No, it doesn't really matter, does it? Once you start eating meat, you're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't know. It's a bit like, I, I don't like eating like, um, I don't know, but I obviously can't name places, but there's certain meat that you can see when it comes to oh. certain places, like, I am not fucking eating that. Well, no, that's just I'm common about sense. In, I'm, but I'm talking about in the shops. Yeah, you, you yeah. Kind of, you're just like looking and going, fuck that. Yeah, no, no way I'm putting that in my body. And I'm, to be honest, I'm only learning a lot more now and being aware of it a lot more now as I get to a certain age, you can feel your body doesn't react as well oh, yeah. as uh, it, it used to. And you don't get away with uh, abusing your body, essentially, because no. that's what you're doing when you're putting shit into it. Well, that's it, yeah. And uh, so... We, yeah definitely in our house like my better half is a is a nutritionist a naturopathic nutritionist so we do make the effort to kind of go mm. like i find myself these days going i haven't had enough greens today no <laughs> i yeah spinach, i think about that. You know? i crave kale yes yeah spin- i crave spinach yeah i days. i do think about that i know exactly what you mean i think as you're and water sometimes yeah just like because I genuinely had a glass of water this morning and I was like, I felt like it, I felt it going down. And I, when I took the first sip and I was like, oh, my body really needed that. I could, my, I could feel my body just going, you know, yeah, yeah, waking yeah. up kind of a thing. Yeah. You know? uh, you've been eating too much shit in the last few days or whatever. Exactly. I know. Uh, and I think about that stuff a lot, but it doesn't stop me from, you know, whatever, making a, a stew for 20 and eating the better I think, portion of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But that, that, I think, that, yeah, I, I don't know. The stew, I don't mind. We eat vegetarian quite a bit, but it's just like once the meat is, you know, in some way decent, I think. Yeah, I mean, I do think you walk into, say, a convenience store that has a hot deli, a hot bar. Yeah, fuck that. And, and I you, did it, yeah. I've done it so much. No, 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 but you just look at it. Why is everything beige? Yeah. Like, everything is the same color, be it yeah. vegetable, meat, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter. And you think, yeah, that's not even appetizing looking. Did you I, ever cook a chicken fillet from certain places and it's like half the size when it's... When it's been cooked down, you're just like, what the fuck was in that? I know exactly what cooked off of it. Yeah. Like what scum was released from the yeah. heat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I get you. Uh, in so term- were, were you on your own when you were 19 when you started doing that? You mean, did I have Vegetarian? a partner? No, no, I like- no, sorry. I mean, like, because sometimes you might be in a group of people that are kind of like, oh, oh we're, you know. no, no, no. I, uh, I have my one of my oldest friends, Jeremy, uh, who I'm still friends with. Uh, Is that the storage guy? 
That you went to the No, no, that was a different friend. Right. I have many old You've friends. You've got a lot of friends. I yeah, do have friends. Hell. Oh, Stephen, it's Way great. You should me. try it sometime. Yeah. Um, no, 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 there's an old friend. I went to high school with him, and I just, I just hero worshipped him. Like you know, he was one of my many teenage crushes uh, that Aww. would that would never be because they were gay. Like that. Oh, was, that's that annoying, was, isn't it? That was my gig. There's Jenna. And she likes that guy, so he's probably going to come out of the closet within the next, you know, five to six years. God damn you, Jeremy. Yeah, anyway, but, you know, much love, Jeremy. (laughs) So, Jeremy was vegetarian, and then I just, yeah, I just hero-worshipped him. Like, anything he did, I wanted to do. And I think that was a big reason why I became a vegetarian. And then I got more into, like, yeah, I don't want to eat faces, so Mm. I'll just continue being a vegetarian and it was fine it worked 20 for, years ago, yeah, yeah for a long time and then you know so i didn't know came what... and wrecked it all <laughs> damn it damn that that's man. funny the effect I, I do find that a bit funny the effect that that whole thing has had on, on people sometimes yeah. that people get really upset by i lived in london when brexit happened well oh. well obviously it hasn't happened yet yeah. but when the, the when the vote came through yeah and for two days i swear to god the fucking city was so quiet it was nuts and where I was working at the time, we were all physically upset because it was. We sat down for staff food, and it was like nobody hears English. You know, it's like we're all here. On, yeah, and there was there was a real feeling of uh, thinking. You know, are people racist or what? You know, or is there people haters or blah blah? But then. The more it went on, the more I realized, the more I talked to friends who are from outside London, there's a very different narrative going on there. And I kind of eventually, the long, long short of it, I kind of let it all go and just went, whatever, you know? Yeah. But with the Trump, with Brexit and Trump thing, people have gotten. It's life or death, though. It really I mean, has been. Yeah, but it seems to have gotten like that. But it's not World War Two at the end of the day, is, what, is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> well, but is it the beginning of it? Do you think so? Oh, it's bad, isn't Jesus. it? It seems. It is it's, b- it seems. It seems terrible. It seems hopeless. And I know, yeah, I, I again, uh, my the depth of my knowledge about these things is fairly limited, but it, it just, all I can say is that it, it feels awful. And I know that, it has inspired not just you know dread and and doom and gloom but it's also inspired people to step up and be yeah. better people and to be more uh aware of their neighbor and to reach out more yeah uh so i think a lot Which of goes back to our go, goes back to our previous episode of the copenhagen people oh yes I mean? reaching out and helping those because in that need. is a major problem with the divide at the moment in yeah. general is on is like oh, people think different things okay that's got to be accepted let's have a conversation yeah there's no conversation happening no there has to be a conversation i you know it's difficult to see the situation from the side of the other yes and that goes that goes for me and that goes for someone who's on the other side of the line and and them to look at it from my point of view um yeah how do you have a conversation and i suppose at some point we think is it even worth it to have a conversation if my beliefs are truly my beliefs then there's no way i'm coming around to this person's way of thinking and where does that leave us Mm. um i it's scary it just i think you know trump Brexit, it just really pulls the rug out from underneath us. There's a a certain foundational level of security that now feels, you know, gone. It feels like everything's sort of disintegrating. So... Oh, we were going to try to pick it up, weren't we? We well, were I, talking about Kurt well, I was Cobain. About to, I, was, I was just about to go, but I do find the whole thing funny as well. Like, because there's too much comedy in it. Like, like, you fucking watch anything about Brexit. It's like, oh my god! I know it's amazing. like comedy writers are writing the yeah, headlines. Exactly. You can't even Same believe with this. Trump, shit. So therefore, I'm looking. At him, look at he just. 
that now, you know? Yeah. There's there's a thing there uh, recently where there's an Australian rugby player. He played for the Australian national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think his club it was, was in the UK. I think he played for a club team in the UK. And he has basically very... Uh, openly and publicly on Twitter and all come out and he's he's, a, he's younger than us like he's a young guy come out against homosexuality and that it's wrong and it's not oh God's will oh my god I heard about this <laughs> yeah. yes. so now yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's doing a fundraiser on GoFundMe in the in Australia to help to pay for his bills to take the whole thing to uh, court uh, he wants to take the Australian Rugby Association to court because they basically was, got, they got he was kicked off the yeah, team you know because of that stuff yeah. I'm like god. I like I reposted it fucking pissed myself laughing I was like this is hilarious I know so, so, so to me, like, there's a lot of like, I'm not getting upset by that. Would you fuck off? Oh, yeah. I had to do, I had to do a job recently, which I'm not like, um, I'm gonna like everybody fucking knows. Oh, you probably don't know it. Have oh, you seen my face around the place? Oh my god, I saw it on a bus stop. <laughs> I walked by and I did a double take, going, "Is that Stephen? God, his beard looks very well groomed. <laughs> he looks good, and he's in love with a milk carton." Yeah, What's going so on there? exactly. Yeah. So I did an ad campaign for the National Dairy Council, but I there was a a, a PR stunt done as part of it, where I did a essentially held a sign at a train station before the ad came out and it was like do you remember the scene from Love Actually where the guy had oh, a yeah, sign yeah. and he kept going I love yeah. you and blah blah and, and yeah. says all this nice stuff so I had that kind of a, st- a sign stood at a, a, a train station in Dublin city centre that has thousands of people coming off it and the sign said dear D with the D was for dairy obviously but people didn't know that dear yeah. D I love you please love me back question mark <gasps> And just to get people talking, you see, yeah. for it to go viral on Twitter and all that, thought I was like, this is ridiculous. But anyway, I don't fucking pay. Let's play. <laughs> and sure enough, it did go viral on social media and all that kind of stuff. And the reactions from people were hilarious. Majority of people would pretend they didn't see it. They right. They're blanketed. Yeah. You get some um, some women looking at you and going, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god i'm walking on and you know on the phone to somebody and telling somebody else and pointing and looking and all that you get some fellas looking going he's taking the piss and other fellas taking their headphones off and going fair fucking play to you fair play to <laughs> taking it very sick so in general the real life interaction was yeah. quite pleasant quite cordial Go to Twitter. Uh, oh my God. It wouldn't be so pleasant. The abuse yeah. that I was getting. Wow. Just going, well, that, that um, he needs, what was one of them was, um, uh, well, that looks like a relationship abuser if ever I've seen one or <gasps> like that. And that's too controlling and that's too much and blah, blah. And, and that's a, an aggressive, or he's triggering or that's an aggressive, what was it, a microaggression or whatever oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. All this type of stuff. And D needs to get, or D stands for dignity and all this, like vicious. Wow. Vicious. And uh, my agent called me to go, are you okay? And I was like, what the f- are you of course okay? I'm okay. I'm it's like, what the? How would I take these people seriously yeah. on any level? It's like it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. They see somebody's face. They saw my face. They saw me holding a sign, and they assumed X, Y, and Z. Who would look at your face, Stephen, and think I need to abuse him online? <laughs> Who would think that that beautiful which face I, of yours? Which I like. I, I genuinely couldn't. I, I couldn't care about the abuse, but it's just like, what is going on in somebody's head, oh. right? That, they need a hobby. That that that's there's that much hate. Yeah. And, and I bet you if you met them in real life, they like that's them that's their relationship with their phone. Mm-hmm. That's their relationship with the thumb hitting the screen. I guaranteed if I went up and said, Hey man, how's it going? They were like, Oh. 
they wouldn't say anything back. Yeah. Because I've, I've recognized, I've got friends who are big on social media and they have fuck all personality in real life. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's it's bravery, isn't it? It yeah. makes you brave in a yeah. way that you're not face to face because we can't deal with, you know, real life back and forth. Yeah. Confrontation is something yeah. that doesn't necessarily have to end in like tears and anger and yelling, but that's how it's part of communication with other people. Yes. To yeah. confront people about things yeah. and to be able to do that in a manner uh, whereby you don't end up pulling out a gun and shooting them you know this is this is what it means to communicate so yeah yeah, that is crazy and that's why i don't take a lot of this stuff in the in the because at the end of the day this this is the mainstream media that is pumping so much stuff at us i i i have gotten to a point where i'm kind of like i kind of don't i also enjoy having a laugh about it and kind of but i mean i'm curious because i know you're online and you you tweet and you've you know do the things i'm not that much of a twitterer but yeah um, but you you look at that stuff don't you like you keep tabs on these sorts of things um, i very i mean in comparison to you yes but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think just about anyone in comparison to me but but. i mean i mean there's there's comics out there there's comics out there who have like their twitter you know they're hilarious on twitter do you know what i mean and that's kind of their thing yeah twitter they've got big followings on twitter i really don't i don't yeah. I tend to be more of a retweeter like if I'm on a gig and a promoter uh, yeah. has tagged me in it whatever like I'll retweet and go oh, can't f- looking forward to tonight and all that and that just lets people know and I do get people coming up to, to my gigs because they see that I've tweeted something or because I've Instagrammed something um, so <clears throat> that's it's a tool to me I t- as much as I can I try to use it as a tool yeah. way more on Instagram than I am on Twitter okay um, because Twitter is honestly it seems to be just this cesspit of people <laughs> fucking hating each other i tried uh, to be on twitter once. oh did you okay yeah Cause, yeah because uh, the, the original the original idea of it is a lovely thing it's micro blogging yeah that's what it's supposed to be i know i think i tried it and then i didn't really understand how is it different from facebook because yeah. i mean it's just you're just it's posting just something yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just a thing and then i got really discouraged because i think i had like 30 followers oh, uh, and after a while shit, isn't it because you kind of put things out there and you you do want a response mm. you know you don't want to just think that you're talking to a wall not that i wish to in any way uh imply that those 30 followers were like a wall because you weren't i loved you all be lovely. But, yeah, but um, you want loyalty jenna that's what you want i want loyalty yeah. and i want a bigger wall yeah so <laughs> that's what i want <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I could only do one uh, social media platform, and I guess Facebook wins. So you just do the Facebook? Just do the Facebook, yeah. yeah the, f- and the book of face. So do you like to use that as a platform to express X, Y, or anything? Yeah, I mean, I don't use it. Like, mostly people... Creatively, I suppose. Some people use it quite creatively. Yeah, like, I suppose if I have something to say... I'll say it, but the things I say are just, you know, whatever, saw a seagull murder a pigeon outside my window or something, you know, like, whoa, what's going on there? But there is I fucking w- a problem in the city. It really is. You haven't seen me do stand-up when I have a routine on Do you yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I've yeah. seen it, too, and I'm sure I'd laugh because I'd turn to my friend who I'd be with and say, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> that happens outside my place. They yeah. are fucking huge. Those seagulls, it's like they carry a shiv. I know there's people listening to the podcast going, stop going out about seagulls, Stephen, but yes. I'm really? Fucking, is this like a huge thing Not for a you? huge oh, thing, okay. but like I, have a, like I have a big routine about it now that, um, uh, but 
Um, I had a rant about them there recently. I'm sure you've forgotten, lads, haven't you? But like, if you haven't been in Dublin, if you're listening from outside Dublin, if you guys are listening in the US, there's mm. genuinely a seagull problem. There in is. Dublin, and not only very aggressive. If they'll mug you in the street. They will. That's and not they, even a joke. That's not even a joke. They'll take joke. things out of your hand. They will take things out of your hand. Or, uh, bar that, they'll wake you up at four in the morning oh, because shit, they're fucking yeah. having like a drunken laugh outside in the backyard. Yeah. I mean, they're just like, yeah, I shouldn't do that too close to the microphone. I'm sorry, everyone. Probably around the time that I was, well, we were working together. Actually, I lived in a certain part of the city, and I had a seagull problem on the roof every morning yeah. if they're making noise. I had that. So I kind of went up one morning. I probably shouldn't have. Sorry oh. to all the seagull <gasps> lovers and vegetarians. Oh no! Out there. What are you going to say? I threw a stone up right to get them to fuck off. Basically, okay. Didn't realize that was what was going on. The reason for the noise was there was a nest up there. Oh, for fuck's sake, Steve. Yeah. Oh, um, no, it didn't hurt anybody. It's okay. Anybody. However, listen. <laughs> I mean, those seagulls did not fare well, but nobody well, was tell you hurt. what happened is, yeah. as we, they are fucking aggressive, they start swooping for me, right? I'm like, okay, okay, everybody calm down, right? Go back inside. Sorry, didn't realize that there was a nest up there. Yeah, yeah. You can't communicate that to a seagull. You cannot. You can't email them. They are not under, rational. You cannot go, this is what sorry means. I won't be doing that again, <laughs> right? Because not only did they attack me that day. They remembered me, oh. and there's a church across the road from where I was living. They'd wait on the steeple, <laughs> and as soon as I turned the corner on my bike, whoa, swooping, sw- like four or five of them from either side, swoop, swoop, swoop. It was nuts. So I'd always have to be ready for turning the corner and going, boom, you know, getting into my gaff very fucking quickly. <laughs> then, so that was a one summer. Okay. They all they don't seem to hang around there during the winter and all that. Come next summer comes along and they fucking are back and they remember me and I went on for the whole summer. That's why I moved to London, Jen. Is it? You had to get away from the seagulls. You couldn't run into the church for sanctuary. Genuinely, oh. they would swoop as soon as they saw me turning the corner. That is frightening. You were your own tippy hedron in the birds. Yes, that's what was exactly, happening. Exactly. Oh my god. So yeah. So you have them out in the front. Did you see them kill a kill a pigeon? Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw this one. It was absolutely terrifying i've never witnessed anything like it and believe me i stood there at the window like if i'd had a lace curtain i would have been the old woman at the window staring out in the street at all the horrors of the world what did they what were they doing what were they, were they having I don't a fight know. About? i don't know if somebody tried to take somebody's milk money or <laughs> if there was like a an old chip at in question or what the story was but that pigeon well and i'm not even i'm not joking when i say that seagull dragged the pigeon oh behind God. a bin bag he was like wow. i'll just hide this evidence <laughs> and he just shoved it behind a bin bag and was like okay They're their own mafia my work is done and Jesus. he flew off like nothing just blood dripping from his beak wow yeah and they're not even like they're i was gonna say they're veggies they're not veggies they eat i fish. don't know what the fuck they are they're pescatarians they'll eat your babies I wouldn't not be surprised yeah, at all. Yeah, they'll they'll take everything from you. But the thing that I'm like, they actually walk up to you and square up to you, and they're looking at you. Yeah, they're, they're like, bring it, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking townies. I'm not doing my routine on the podcast, but anyway, you have to come see a show, Jenna. Oh, I'd love to see a show. Have you decided about starting stand-up comedy yet, Jenna? Has that given was that any a more question? Thought? No. I didn't know. Well, I kind of just dropped the hint in previously. Oh. No, I don't have anything to say. You already did the seagull thing, so that's that's what I was going to do. And oh, that was your routine. It's gone. That's it. That's so it. yeah, I can't do it. Uh, nope, not going to do that. You're not saying, no, you're <laughs> yeah, not I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna shut that down. I'm like, I don't. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't know. It's uh, all right. It's I could do. Right. I could do a cooking comedy thing. That would. That would, has not. Well, that has been. Yeah, it's, no, it's totally been done. No, the Swedish chef. Hello on the Muppets. 
That's oh, nothing but comedy oh, and right, cooking. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah There's so. a guy called Burt Kreischer I went to see recently. He has a, a show called Something's Burning. <laughs> and he can't cook, but he kind of can kind of a thing. Honestly, this worked at home is basically what happens. And he has comics on and he cooks for them. Oh, um, wow. And it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's on, it's a, it's a YouTube. Is it on the YouTube? Okay, maybe I'll Just type in up. Something's Burning and uh, yeah, I think you'd enjoy it, yeah. Okay. So good. do you want to do a cook show? Yeah, we could do a cook show. I could make you um, a meal, perhaps a light lunch or brunch. Mm. I feel like brunch is way more podcasty. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, I could get a waffle iron. I could make waffles. Um, do you do the pancake thing? Was, like, was that kind of part I'm of gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. I like a good pancake. Mm. I have Morning never pancakes. made really a successful pancake. Oh. I find I know they're not difficult. I know exactly what's involved. But for some reason, I can never get it right. And they just come out a bit lumpy was that know. growing up having a stack would that be the thing when you're oh yeah up? definitely yeah. like sunday that would be a sunday ah, thing okay yeah. yeah uh sunday breakfast and then sometimes the waffle iron god i love a waffle iron do you have waffle irons here my mom had one when we were growing up but it was it, it was um yeah it was it was kind of shaped in like it was like a circular one with loads yeah. of hearts and stuff like is that it yeah, yeah exactly okay. it makes kind of it's the pressed and you just pour thing. the the stuff into and it and then close it like a yeah, sandwich yeah. maker or something yeah like a we panini had makers we had of. one in the 90s yeah yeah, yeah definitely house. i loved i loved a waffle i loved a pancake maple syrup maple syrup crispy bacon butter maple syrup no i didn't, I didn't no bacon feel either. like i grew up doing bacon bacon was definitely for eggs I don't know if I had bacon and pancakes, although delicious. I would now because I eat meat. Um, (laughs) Meat and a pancake. Um, But yeah, we could think about doing a cooking show. If anybody's got any um, cooking suggestions. Yes, what do you want to see? I'm sure there's people, like, because you've got a lot of fans who are going to move on to the questions again. Oh, yeah. Too many friends. Too many Sorry. fans. Sorry. Hey, but I, like, I apologize for my popularity, can we, can Stephen. We, can it we, must, <laughs> must be quite a blow. Yeah, it is. It's like, I do, all I get is abuse on Instagram going, would you fuck off? Would and you that's, bl- a, that's just the seagulls. Yeah. yeah. Because they now tweet. <laughs> they do. Oh, they, um, joke. <laughs> Sorry, mm. I came in later. Very good. Uh, thank I like you. that one. Ding, ding. Yeah, but if um, yeah, if you, if there's any anyone who's eaten Jenna's food before, wow. I didn't know where now. that was I going. Knew. I was trying to keep a straight face oh. to finish. That oh, if anybody's eaten the crumbs off Jenna's table, go ahead and give us a, a jingle jangle. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, I like a food challenge. So if yeah. anybody wants me to make something uh, that's kind of challenging, maybe not baking challenge, but I like cooking oh. challenges. Okay, yeah. So a cooking challenge that's yeah. not baking. So we'll go, yeah, a meal maybe. Um, yeah. You, yeah like, you have to eat a meal. You're like, I actually just ate. No, it's the meal show. Sit down it's and the eat. the meal show. It's mm. Jen. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. We should come up with a name for your fans. Because, you know, like... Mm. What's you call the guy who does... Um, oh, I'm not going to... He plays Sherlock Holmes in that BBC series. Oh, cum, uh, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Oh, the Cumberbitches. Cumberbitches, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to have to have some... Okay, we'll call mine Cumberbitches. Cumberbitches. <laughs> oh, no, wait, sorry. <laughs> Uh, That's taken. Gen- Genestines or something like that. Oh, I don't know. boy. Genestines. <laughs> Philistines, Genestines. Yeah, exactly. yeah. uh, Lo- um, Logan, Log Dogs. That's no. the, the. We didn't talk. We talked about RuPaul in the last episode, but the use of the word bitches, what is that all about? 
Oh, yeah. Is that not insulting? No, I guess not. I mean, apparently I, not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not. And I, I sound like I'm 50 now, but I'm like, even I'm just like, that's that's you said it a lot now. <laughs> early, early in the 2000s, didn't we go through a whole thing of like women's empowerment and don't call women bitches and women don't call women bitches and don't call call them sluts and this that yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now like the gays have moved in and everyone's a bitch. Oh, so it's because it's gay people. I don't know. I meant to ask you in the last episode as well. Yeah. I don't even. Um, uh, was it, it? Can you be? Yeah, you can be a transvestite, oh, and you don't necessarily have to be homosexual. Like, are all oh, yeah, all the yeah. ones all the ones in RuPaul's Drag Race? All the people in RuPaul's Drag Race are homosexual men. Is it always homosexual? I think they're homosexual men. I think there was one guy once who was straight. And, it was and they killed him. <laughs> they ate him. Um, no, there was, I do remember one of the seasons in there, there was a straight guy. And I remember that was like a point for everybody like in the workroom being like, what the fuck? Did that yeah. guy say he liked Cause, cause ladies? Because I, I do, because I do watch and kind of go, that would be fun to do. But do, am I, does that yeah, mean I'm, I think they, am I a gay man all of a sudden, Jen, is what I'm wondering. <laughs> oh God, I hope so. Could we be best friends? <laughs> I love the gays. Um, no, I do think that I can't remember who that was and which season it was, but there was this, this sense in the room of, he just hasn't figured it out yet. He probably oh. is, but he just <laughs> like, hasn't. Honey, yeah. We've got news gay. for you. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think there was that sense, but anyway, he got kicked off fairly early in the season. I know there's so a, it, cause he wasn't gay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you straight? Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's loads of my straight mates love the show. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, what's not to love. Uh, yeah. It just transcends. It transcends. I fucking love it. Yeah. It fills me with joy. I watch, there are a lot of those episodes I just watch and I can feel it. Big goofy smile on my face. I just cannot get rid <laughs> of it. Does your partner enjoy it? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. He, that would not be his cup of tea at all. He really, he just finds it, all the voices, it's very nasally, very high voices and all that, bitch, girl, this. And but he, surely that's, like, it is fucking ridiculous. That's part of it. It's absolutely ridiculous, but yeah. he, he just doesn't have time for it. I don't have time for ridiculousness. Um, I don't know who this is. Yeah, I, I know. know. It's I've like I'm like he's in the room. No, That's his voice. <laughs> no. Okay, we we can't talk about him. We have to move yeah, on. Yeah, we'll stop. Yeah. We'll, we won't. We won't. We won't turn off the gaze. No, I don't want my partner to be known as the guy who turns off the gaze. Although that's turn off kind the gaze, funny. Na- nationwide is on. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, what's that show he watches? Brooks and uh, oh, Shields and Brooks. Shields and Brooks is some like two guys talking about world affairs. And, and talking I about always, straight stuff. Straight stuff. Yeah. And then I always say, oh, it's like Shields and Yarnell, which you won't get, but it's an old like variety show from the seventies that involved two marionettes. So anyway, wow, from I know. Seventies. Never mind. Moving on. Questions I'm on YouTube. Okay, you, you got more fucking questions. Anyway. Okay, whatevs. This is from now. I don't know if this is spam or not, so I'm gonna read it anyway. We haven't got time for any many more questions, but it's Uh-oh. from. <laughs> I don't know if this is a joke or not. From Madame von Drumpfanator. I already know who this is. Wow. I already know. So Anna, this is a person. Knock it off. It's not. <laughs> it's Anna. It's not Anna, is it? It is. Oh. I absolutely know. I absolutely know. Go ahead, read that damn question. Anna, too much airtime for you. You're a <laughs> get your own fucking podcast, Anna. Yeah. Jenna Logan, you are a very, very fine, very smart. 
No, sorry, I had to read it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna Logan, you are a very, very fine person. Oh, very thanks. smart. Oh, thanks. Your smarts is huge. What? Bigly. Believe me. Yeah, okay. Do you blame Ireland for the increase in little orange men with the love of gold creating global shitstorms? Discuss, you're welcome. Hashtag MAGA, hashtag Madam 2020. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Is she just trying to wind you up? Is that what's yeah, going on is. here? Yeah, she is. Absolutely. That's oh, all that God. is. Okay, next question. One last question for Jenna Logan. As a proud ambassador of the Trump nation, oh, shining a light abroad through this podcast on our fire and fury, are you really going to wear that? A little bronzer never hurt anyone. Discuss your welcome. Again. Are you high, Anna? I know. I think she is. I, I think she went and had the hookah without yeah, me. Yeah. I think yeah. Anna's hookah problem is well out of control. But anyway, we did, it was, we did talk about uh, that. Uh, we are orange-headed people, so, but... Mm. It's not Ireland's fault. No, he's from Scotland. Is that's he? Where, well, his mom's Scottish, yeah. Trump's well, that's his mom. bloodline. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually know anything about that guy. He's yeah, his his um his mother is Scottish and yeah, he's very he's very very connected to Scotland. He goes up there quite a bit. And then Did, he, has he built golf courses there? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. And then he's got one in the west of Ireland, isn't he? As well. <gasps> My people are Scottish too. Are they? Yeah. Actually, Logan, Stephen, I suppose, is, is a Scottish name. It is a Scottish name. Yeah, of Here course. I didn't show you this. Uh, Put that away. No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, Crumbs wow. on the table. Uh, so I've done this Ancestry DNA You did it. Thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So in a couple weeks, uh, well, stay tuned. Wow. In a couple weeks, I'll have uh, my results and what, we'll find out. What prompted you to do that? Uh, I've always, I've just been curious. Okay. I can to... I pause for a second? I need to wee again. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm so hydrated. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just going to literally pause for a second. We're, okay. going, we're coming back to that. Sorry. <laughs> With the magic of technology, I'm back and buttoned up. Thank you very much. Oh, Jenna's giving you, me yeah. shit coming back. I love that you're so comfortable that you didn't pull your pants up. No, what? I didn't. <laughs> no. Oh, that's not what was said. No, that's not what was said. No, that's, it's she not that my kind be- of podcast, people. <laughs> contrary <laughs> to what you might think. Yeah. But back to the. So, why did you? What made you do ancestry DNA? Um, I just have always been really curious. Um, I have. Um, yeah, do you know, I don't really know anything about my family history. Yeah. Um, I do know that something's going on in Scotland at some point. Okay. And um, you know, I guess the commercials worked. Yeah, <laughs> just I was like, oh, I won't do that. Yeah, because uh, it is fascinating. I've I've really wanted to do it as well. And my sister got one done for free through a job that she was doing that they all got to do it. And um, <laughs> harvesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but because we don't know my mom's side, so she's adopted, but we don't really mm. know a lot. Uh, okay, and she was raised by Italians. But we don't in Argentina. In Argentina, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, the way in, in the U.S., like, especially in New York and, and Boston and stuff like that, when the Italian immigrants came over in the thirties, yeah, like they all loads of them went to Buenos Aires as well, oh, and went to Brazil as well. So I it's didn't quite, know that. yeah. So it's wow. it's as like I'm talking. There's a huge percentage of Buenos Aires is of Italian descent. Amazing. I'd say possibly the majority, but anyway, I don't know. But like my mom's uh, maiden name is Richie Deli, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But she was like, and it was kind of, it was she doesn't have any official papers or any, any of that stuff, unfortunately, because it seems she was illegally adopted from, she actually biologically comes from the north. We found the town recently, but she doesn't really want to talk about it or go find people about yeah, where she yeah. comes from. Um, and she was just the daughter of a, a poor farmhand who kind of lived in a little shack on a farm. And mm. so w- he gave her up for adoption? Uh, the 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 woman gave uh, her mother gave her up for adoption. Yeah. Oh, um, how be- old was she? 
they reckon she was about two when she was oh, abroad wow. to Buenos Aires and given to this Italian couple who couldn't have a baby and they okay. raised her and then it was subsequently a bit of a tough upbringing but because um, they were poor immigrants as well so it wasn't, yeah. but she was handed off to have a better life anyway I mean she's done she, you've done alright for yourself man <laughs> she's yeah okay. you're okay you've got me now so but, aren't uh, you delighted yeah, but, but I've always been fascinated as well because mm. even just biologically and bloodline wise and all that because we've uh, Italian culture is quite uh, met predominantly through food right. it's quite a part of our culture like growing up I would have grown up in Italian food because my mom grew up in Italian food and this that's what she was fascinating fed. I had no yeah. idea wow so um, and then my sister got the, the whole thing done, the DNA mm-hmm. thing done, and Italy doesn't come up on the fucking thing at all, obviously, <gasps> because biologically it, it wasn't there, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, so she would have been Argentinian or she would have been uh, uh, and, South American. Well, South from, America and yeah. Central America comes up hugely okay. on it, like big, big percent and very small for, uh, well, bits of... Uh, Ireland like all the all the girls in the office was funny they were like 90-95% Irish <laughs> like it's like wow that's mental and Melanie was my sister she was like I think she said 30% Irish or something wow small like that yeah. you know yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah so it is fascinating yeah yeah I'm really looking forward to it like I I think I just said enough uh, leading up to my birthday uh, you know my partner and I sitting here watching TV and those commercials come on and being like god I really to do that yeah hint, hint, hint. anyway he took the hint and got me the thing oh he got a yeah he got Fair it for me yeah, so we won't be watching the gears but i'll buy that for you yeah we, this I don't is not like this that. is not terrible it's terrible i'm making him sound like this i know it's okay because the voice i do for him is pretty bad too oh, so yeah we just uh, invented this character. let's just again but let's not talk about him uh, so <laughs> we say that every episode. every single time he's gonna listen to this and man i'm gonna tell you what there's gonna be a domestic he's just gonna be like don't talk about me uh, and i'll be like we right, love right. you really we, mister we, Mr. Mr. <laughs> you Mr. Irish guy. Mr. Yeah. Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Um, so so yeah, I'm going to do it and we'll find out. Uh, I know on my dad's side, I think it's Scottish primarily. And my mom's side, I don't really know too much about. So okay. that'll be interesting. Yeah. Did you know her family? Mm, a little bit. A little um, bit. Yeah. We don't, my mom and I are a bit um, estranged. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, you've, you've, yeah, you've talked I've, about I've alluded to that, I believe, yeah. in the past. Uh, so I don't know too much about her side of the family. It was a big family. Uh, she was one of 10. Right. And um, yeah, I don't. I just don't. I think German, maybe. And there was, I believe, at some point, uh, talk of Native American. Oh, I know, which is like, original. If, if you look at me, it's like, well, that may have been just a rumor. So <laughs> um, you are pretty white. Um, anyway, we'll see. So yeah. So what, so how much longer do you have to wait? Yeah, I know, because we're running out of stuff for this podcast. So no. we gotta get that pretty soon. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, we gotta we gotta fill the time for I think. Well, another that's definitely six gonna be weeks. cool. We're gonna go through that the next when it comes out. It's six weeks. It takes. I think it does take six oh, weeks. Shit, yeah. I don't think they process it here in Ireland. I think they send no, it back. I'm sure, it goes. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. they send it back to the States. Yeah. So it's got to go back and then, yeah. So yeah. I hope it it's fucking accurate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I hope you don't find out in 10 years time. And I was like, oh, yeah, we actually mix them up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just we just put put a bunch of scraps of paper into a hat and pulled some stuff out. This says I'm 90% Somalian. This is not mine. No, no, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to go, gentlemen. We've done all the questions. Okay. If, uh, anyone else, rather than uh, wants to send us some questions to... Or the cooking challenge. To Jenna. For the cooking challenge, um, yeah, do say hello. And yeah, you, oh, you, no, you're Krista and Anna, and you've, you're, so, you're so popular. It's really just Krista and Anna. Okay. I think Anna just disguised herself a few times. Possibly. possibly. We, don't, we don't know that for sure, but... Um, 
Anyway, you want to, you want to find out about where Jenna comes from? <laughs> Listen in, <laughs> and we'll be doing Six some cooking ideas. Six to eight weeks. That sounds like something else. I don't know. Hmm. Thank you for letting me crumb all over your table. Thank you. See you next week, guys. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.